And welcome back in to another special edition of Relegated FC. We had a wonderful weekend of some English Premier League football. And we're going to start it off with the most favorable arch nemesis, Arsenal, who took a great defeat to the mighty Burnley. I have no idea what Burnley's mascot is. But what what would we imagine that Burnley's mascot is? Let's make one up. Yeah, let's Burnley stake. What uh, the name Burnley? What what's their mascot? What's a good mascot for Burnley? The Burnley what? Burnley Flames. The Burnley Flames. The Burnley. (laughs) I got I got the Burnley Bears. Just the Burnley Bears. Eric, what about you? What do you got for Burnley? Um, Burnley. Hmm. The Burnley Birds, little Tweety Bird. <laughs> Make their uniforms yellow. Isaac, stats and info. What you got over there? Beasts. I like the Burnley Beasts, but I'm oh, googling nice. them. And of course, you know, you guys probably heard that they're called the Clarets because they have that claret color, which is a common English kit color. But then I've also googled, and apparently, <laughs> at one point, they had Birdie the Bee was their mascot. This B character and it's uh it's not favorable this was a this is horrible I, I i implore all of our listeners to google this basically they took the guys in the uniform and then they put just a, a yellow cylinder on top of it and put b stripe it is truly terrible it's it's about as bad as gunosaurus the arsenal mascot that uh arsenal couldn't afford to keep anymore because they're paying ozil 350k a week to uh tweet nice things so that's uh that's some mascot banter for you mascots not as big of a deal i guess in the premiership as they are in the in the nfl no they're the uh the naming um the naming of the clubs and in the Premier League is definitely a little different in terms of association with the club. But, yes, we uh, we all laughed at Arsenal, mostly because they are this much closer to the relegation zone, which if for our, our newer um, fans of the game, if Arsenal, who is, is one of the top um, higher clubs, the bigger clubs um, in the Premier League, they are – getting inching inching closer to um the relegation which would would bounce them out of the premier league which would cost them millions and millions of dollars or pounds for for the english um translation in in um financial income if they were to get bounced out of the premier league to the championship they are right now go ahead i really want to get this dumb joke in Get you know in. what the R in relegated stands for? What's that? Arsenal. <laughs> R. Or, uh, or, are there some pirates on Arsenal? <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Welcome so in I'm to not, relegated I'm FC. Witty. I'm not as witty here as, uh, as, Steak, and, as Steak and Drake. Uh, well. Yeah, that that was some witticism there, right there. Um, Arsenal, it's copyrighted. Yeah, let's copyright that. Arsenal, surely, 
will stave off relegation. Yeah. But questions must be asked. I would start with certainly asking questions of Abama Yang. I mean, here you are, a striker that has been re-upped to great degree. I don't know what the reported wages are, but certainly he's got to be one of the highest earners in the club. Yeah. They they canned he, like they canned like at least five players just to pay for him. He and fifty employees as well, just you know, everyday yeah. folk who are trying to make a living here, not making, you know, two or three hundred thousand dollars a week. And he just looks uninspired and lackadaisical and I get that he probably doesn't think that he's got the supporting cast around him, the creative cast, but it's it's tough to judge a player when their only contribution is an own goal that leads to their demise. Yeah. Sure. So I'm going to call him out, and then I will call out Mikel Arteta as well for just, like, wh- wh- in what world is Granite Xhaka the no answer to, a- to, what, to any question? The guy has been a thug now and I, I don't use that term lightly because the term is 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 rife with racial connotation in a, in american sport but when i think of the word thug i think of a player like jaka whose main job it seems to be is just to act tough but to not actually do anything footballing in nature and he get, he he create he he has a horrible tackle which is obviously a judged an immediate yellow card. And his reaction when players get in his face is to escalate the situation by choking one of the players who gets in his face rightfully to defend his teammate who has just been horribly tackled. And they're going to get that every single time. I mean, this was way less worse than the Lamella Martial <laughs> You know, when Martial kind of put his arm out and Lamella just dies on the field. You know, he's deceased. (laughs) And and Martial is ejected. In this case, Xhaka grips the guy's throat, is looking at him and grips his throat for a solid two seconds. And he's like, oh, me? (laughs) What, me? Like, like Balotelli with the why always me shirt. Like, yeah. What like if 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 Arteta, you have to hold Arteta accountable for not managing a player like that. Yeah. Yeah, Arteta's definitely um, on the hot seat. Um, I saw a comment today where Pep was saying that Arsenal can't do better than him, um, which is an obvious statement that he's going to make, considering he's he's coming from Pep. But uh, I mean, to to Arteta's defense i mean arteta or arsenal has been a fucking dumpster fire for the past two years anyway so let's not i don't want to i don't want to condemn mikhail too much so no uh, i think they um, i think they need to give him some, some give him a chance yeah i agree so real quick going back to to that burnley mascot how about the burnley bobcats and then we can bring back all of the charlotte bobcats old stuff <laughs> i like it uh, let's, let's let's keep going on this for a little bit the burnley dude we 
The we Burnley Buffaloes. Go dig all that stuff. No, we uh, yeah, true. No, but on Arsenal, do they have fire sales? Like if if they suck or like what? What do they do with their players? If it's like they go by, they, they go by random, random um, people from the French league, or they bring up somebody from their youth program um, or their youth system. That's what has, they should do. Who has like try three to, yeah. last names? <laughs> they I all. Mean, they have, should focus on youth right now, yeah. and they have some players in Saka and Willick that are yeah. legitimate players. And instead of trotting out old boys like Jaka and El El Neni, El, how did El Neni not Good get a Lord. red in this that, game? That's crazy. He punch, He like punched a guy in a corner. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, but it was after the first red, so the ref right. was kind of just like, uh, there's kind of like a psychological element yeah. there where it's like the ref's like, oh, am I gonna give him another red card? Um, so yeah, I, it was just. They are shocking right now, and uh, as as Tottenham, I kind of I'm, I'm kind of like it's like it's like am I the Tottenham fan? It's kind of like ooh, I love this, or am I the Tottenham fans? Like am I the Tottenham fans? Like, eh, I'm beyond this. I'm like, am I gonna be like too cool? You know, right. like eh, sure. whatever. I'm 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 probably more the one that's like relishing in it though, because I just have so many Arsenal, and then I like I watch Arsenal fan TV. God, has anyone watched that? Have you any y'all seen these clips on Arsenal Fan TV? Yeah, there's there's a lot of good content on there as far as um, laughing at Arsenal and making fun of them in general, just because they they care so much, but the product continues to be shit and shit and shit. So it's it's a match made in heaven. So moving on to our another part of our podcast our resident newcastle fan a huge three points for the magpies the magpies are three points away from europe kevin give us your uh, breakdown of the of the big three points that the magpies got this weekend three points away from europa league play as, no one's as laughing. the table stands now no one is laughing at the offensive juggernaut that is Newcastle United. <laughs> they're, they're, they're on the board, 20 seconds into the game. Joel Linton has figured out how to do play soccer well. Had a beautiful pass to Almiron, buries it, one nothing. What I liked is usually I've seen Newcastle do this before. They get a lead, and they just park the bus and don't do shit the rest of the game. Fine, ready to, you know, they want to win one nothing. Yeah. But they had multiple touring chances in that first half. Um, West Brom equalized in the 50th. And what I really liked that Bruce did, he substituted super aggressively. At one point, had three strikers in the game and a winger. So they subbed out two fullbacks for a winger and a striker when it, when it was 1-1. Just super atta- aggressive and attacking. Yeah. Dwight Gale, who used to play for West Brom, scored in the 82nd for the win. Um, Hell of a hell of a feeling to watch them score goals and play fun soccer. And <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you guys: Is there a worse feeling than when your team is winning and then they put up the time for stoppage and it says six minutes? It's like Jesus, come on! And yeah. it's got sweat it out that last six. You know, it's brutal. It, it is an amazing thing. Those last bits. 
what I do sometimes, and it's horrible, is that because, you know, I watch streaming on NBC Sports app. And I, it's like, I know that I'm a solid, like, 15, maybe even 30 seconds behind. So I usually keep off of Twitter. But then near the end, sometimes I'm like, just give me that full-time tweet. <laughs> Let me know that it's that full-time. And I'm like scrolling down. And then it's like full-time. And I'm yes. But I do also love that final whistle. And you see yeah. the players just like raise their fists. And they're just, they're just yeah. like, fucking did it. You know, that's badass. Yeah. That but is I mean, Newcastle's playing really well. It's, uh, I'm excited. They haven't lost since November 21st. Which, I mean, that's a hell of a run. I know they had a game postponed in there, but shit. It's, they're playing decent soccer, and they're actually fun to watch. I mean, I'm excited. Europa or bust? You should be. I think that uh, it's, it's, they're a great club, and they have a foundation, and they have a coach. And you certainly can see the stark difference between a club like Newcastle and a club like Arsenal. I mean, my goodness. You know, two, three years ago, five years ago, you would never think to that Arsenal would be in the position they are compared to a club like Newcastle. And it's just, you know, it's a, it's, it's an amazing thing to see how quickly the tides can turn in, in such a short amount of time. So, it. yeah. Newcastle's doing it with no St. Maximan either. He's missed the last two games. I hope he doesn't have COVID, but Newcastle did have an outbreak. I mean, he's not – in the, he's not listed. Him or Ryan Fraser, both just not even in the lineup or on the bench. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that. But those are those are two key players, and they're able to adjust and and make it work. Get goals, get enough goals, and get three points. Yeah. Speaking of mascots, what's a magpie? A bird. There's a lot of birds in the Premier League. I'm gonna say bird. It's it's definitely a bird. There are a lot of birds. Tottenham's got a bird. Yeah, yeah, we have the bird, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Big, big cock. Birds. <laughs> birds yeah, and lions. Yeah, we have lions. a big cock. Yeah. <laughs> Tottenham's, so, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Newcastle's definitely, man, they, they definitely have the talent, like we've been saying um, all year. It's just once they – it's just the chemistry, man, having having the same core out there for, for um, continued – matches in a row once they get that down man I, f- I feel like they're they're definitely a consideration for top eight if not um europa so before we move on do you guys have a like an nfl comparison to dwight gale for me because it seems like he's type of a journeyman this is the first i've seen him that guy was everywhere he was in position he could have had another goal he was just he looked amazing yes golden tate Dude, oh my God! You just read my freaking mind, man. Wow. I was gonna say Golden Tate too. You're well. my brother, of course. Seahawks fan. I was just gonna say Golden Tate as well. Effective. Are we going? Are we going teams. looks? Are we going looks like there or like comp? Uh, well, let's just avoid a that little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving. Um, which it's that's. I mean, that's a pretty good comp, though. Honestly, look. I mean, all the above. It's. Golden Tate is Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale is Golden Tate. So, moving on, Eric, give us our our Leeds fix of the week. Um, Leeds played on Friday, taking on the Hammers of West Ham. Which I mean, yeah. back to the back to the mascots thing. West Ham can only be one thing. They can only be the Hammers, right? What else could there be? The West Ham Hippos, Hamburgers. 
An actual ham. <laughs> the West Ham hams. Yeah. Um, no, so uh, what about the Burnley Barracudas? Uh, the Burnley Bison. The Burnley Bison. No, but uh, yeah, Leeds was to. They're disappointing, man. They're fun to watch. You know, they're quick, but they just don't have it in them. They went up quick on a penalty, which, by the way, there's a lot of penalties. Is there? Is it just me? Or was there a lot of penalties this weekend? I mean, I've been saying that since the since the restart, but it's nobody VR. else. Nobody else yeah, wants to, to get on my side and, and cancel the PK. It's ridiculous. Let's play yeah. football. Yeah, you have been. You have been saying that. But, yeah, no, they went up quick, and then after that it was all West Ham from there. So, lost, and they're down. Uh, they're by Newcastle in the standings. They are – they're 14th. I don't know. They're more close to our small. Yes. Everyone there? Did we lose him? Did we yeah. lose him? I think, I we, think lost we lost him. Eric. The Sheffield Sheffield United or the Blades? Yeah, they, I yeah, think Sheffield of the actual has nicknames, a... not our made-up ones, that actually probably is the best. They got a pretty pretty rad one. Um, Red Devils for Man U. That's pretty cool. No, nah, forget that. Uh, Canaries, yeah. Norwich. I, I, I kind of like that because they've got those yellow jerseys. Um, Leeds are Leeds are just like all or nothing. I mean, it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat Wolves though. Just straight up Wolves. Villains. Oh well, yeah. That? I mean, also my mom likes to say that. Nuno Espirito Santo looks like a wolf. Their manager. Fair enough. Wolf All right, Eric. I mean, he, he's <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Are we back? Yeah, oh, Eric's yeah. back. We lost you for a minute. Go ahead with your uh, with your take. No, I was just saying they're down in the standings by Arsenal. So yeah, just kind of disappointing so far uh, in the season. I wonder if they can turn it around. No, no, Leeds is Leeds is ahead of Arsenal still. So they have they have some hope. It's four. They have fourteen points. Leeds or Arsenal has thirteen. So they have a little bit. Of I want to be there. closer up to like number five. Yeah, but I mean, Leeds is Leeds has been a uh, club that's they've been down. And when's the last time they've been in the Premier League? I don't. I think we touched on that no. early. Mm-hmm. But it's been a while. I mean, yeah. I know they historically they're a they're a Premier League club, but it's been a while. So I mean, I think I think if Leeds just doesn't get relegated, that's a that's a win for them this year. Um, so to stay in for another year, yeah. yeah. No, they no they've been doing good. It's just this this game that they were sloppy for sure. Yeah. So one of the neutral neutral matches of the weekend um, that most of us watched um, was the Manchester Derby. For those of us in America, it's spelled Derby, but it is pronounced Derby, which is a rivalry match. Um, so it ended up being 
Manchester City zero, Manchester United zero, which is a big um, one of the big problems in in the states is, is in terms of popularity of why soccer can't grow because you can get all this hype for a match and it ends up being a score of zero to zero. But there there was some um, exciting play in this game. Obviously, all kinds of, of world class talent on the field. Um, slash pitch, but again, the result was was nil nil. Um, who wants to start it off with with giving their take on that? Kevin, you got your hand didn't, up. Go ahead. This one, this one felt different than the Tottenham Chelsea nil nil from a yeah. couple weeks ago. Like Great. this one, just felt like both teams were just very passive and kind of a little scared, careful, scared. Yeah, just, yeah. But that Tottenham Chelsea one, I left. After that game, saying, "Wow, this is fun. That was a fun match." And this one, I fell asleep at halftime before yeah. halftime. Yeah. So, um, in terms of possession, it was fifty-four forty-six towards Man City. Um, shots on goal, twenty total, um, but only each team only had two shots on goal. So, really, there was only four um, meaningful shots on goal. So. Um, City, man, City's just – they've taken a turn for the worst in terms of, of what, they, what they are compared to, to two years ago and, and as far as their dominance. Um, Manchester United is – who knows what the fuck they are, man, just to be honest. They're, they're up and down, no clue what they're doing. Is Pogba leaving? Is Pogba staying? That that seems to be the biggest issue with them right now. So who knows um, what's going to happen with the Manchester clubs? So moving on to the Tottenham Hotspur. So Isaac, go ahead and crank us up before I get into. Actually, I'll just I'll just go ahead and lead us off. So I've I've recently this week. I've decided it's time for my uh, my decision to to hone in on a club, and Isaac has convinced me to become a Tottenham Hotspur Did supporter. I? Did I do that? Yeah, a little. I don't know. I mean, no. Like before, you were kind of. I don't, I don't know. Is I love this, this. Is this the LeBron level of the decision, or is this? Is this no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking my talents to London, but. Uh, Man, I just I'm, I just felt I'm it glad was you're aboard. Super, it was super time, stoked. and it's it's cool to have have somebody to uh, to talk about the stuff with, and it, it heightens the the um, the experience. And um, I mean, Tottenham's they uh, they market the club well. I mean the the big the big thing for me was the uh, the documentary. I mean the seeing the the behind the scenes atmosphere and because i mean two years ago when the city one came out i was man i was like i really want to get into this club and learn more but then i was like man they're they just came off this historic season do i really want to get in and be a be a bandwagon guy the big thing with with tottenham is they're they haven't won shit recently so like that that's kind of how me personally like I, I like to be a grinder and, and, and work for what you get, what you get. So Tottenham hasn't won shit. So I'm trying to get in now before they do win shit. Because <laughs> I, I feel like 
I feel like we're close. Like we're we're on the breaking point of of winning a Champions League or a Premier League. So I'm trying to get in now while the, while the iron's hot before it strikes. So um, that's good. Welcome, welcome to pain. Thank Greg. you. Thank I, you. I, yeah. uh, I I I, I, I you, love pain. So it's it's all good. I, I think that you you think that you've bought in low, but it's just you don't know the lows that Dan, I've known. And you're Daniel so Levy know just wants my dollars. That's all he wants. <laughs> you don't know the lows that the the, uh, these old boys have. Yeah. What's up, Eric? Son or Kane, Greg. Son or Kane. Son or Kane? Yeah, if you have to pick your favorite. And Son and Kane. You're muted. I mean, it's got to be Kane just in terms of like when I've, ex- when I've, how long I've been watching and following soccer. He, Kane has been on my radar for more than Son has. Not, I mean, Son, when did Son come to the club, Isaac? He came in 15. He came this, this, the year that we got second uh, to less or third, yeah. second. We should have gotten second, but we got third. Uh, and he, he, you know, like I said many times, I don't have to, uh, I don't have to he answer did, that he thought about shit leaving. question. It's a shit question, Eric. Don't ask me that. I like it. I like, I like, I like all or nothing questions like that. Yeah, man. Gun to your head, Drake. Pick one. I pick. He picked game. It's fine. No, I pick Regulon. That's my guy. Freaking Regulon is a boss. He picks Regulon. Ross Barkley. Yeah, I, I'm. A, I'm the uh, only only Tottenham supporter on the campaign of signed Ross Barkley in January. Oh God! Oh God! We no. need to. We definitely need to have a uh, January transfer window episode special soon. Holiday He's special happy. transfer He's happy window. Villa. No, we need him. But anyways, <laughs> Isaac, go ahead and, and start off your your recap of, of our match against against Palace. Um well, again, assuming it's welcome. gonna highlight the uh the performance of, of Gaida from Crystal Palace. Yeah, I've got I've got a couple of things. I mean he's certainly in there. Um so welcome, Drake, to Tottenham Hotspur. I think thank you, that, thank that's you. a really cool thing, and that I'm, I, I thought it was. I thought that, I think that you've been deliberate about it, and I don't. Um, there's no judgment when it comes to fandom. I think that's the beauty of fandom is that you don't get to really judge anyone. Uh, I also think it's really cool that Stake is just Newcastle. It's a really cool club, historic club, amazing kits. I guess we're just waiting on Eric to maybe Eric. Yeah, his big decision. Leads, I don't know. Leads or are you gonna, you gonna I need hold to wait. A little bit? I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna hold wait. off. You still got a whole season. You don't even need to do it this season. Yeah. We're getting back to Crystal Palace and Tottenham. I think that this was a fair result. Um, I think as a Tottenham fan, you think, well, we should have won. You know, we had we had that Eric Dyer free kick and we had that Harry Kane low header that Guaita just magically saved uh, low into the line. But I was alluding to earlier uh, before we uh, hopped on that XG uh, expected goal stat favored Crystal Palace. 
and what this is, and this is like the hot new metric that all the fanboys and, 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 and nerds are loving on, is it just makes the determination of the expected goal percentage, if you want, if you if you want to put it that way, of of the chances and, and how many expected goals they sh there should have been scored. And it found that Tottenham's XG was 1.41 and Palace was 1.84. Track back to XG for when Tottenham played Newcastle. And we remember that match well because of the profligacy of Tottenham, the amount of chances that they wasted in that match. And Tottenham's XG in that was 3.19 and they only scored one. And Newcastle's XG was 0.94 and they had that penalty at the end of the game. So XG is a cool stat. Check it out. Uh, it's easy to be like, well, we should have won, blah, blah, blah. We had better chances, but XG kind of tells the truth. Um, Guaita was just unreal. 33-year-old Spaniard keeper for Crystal Palace. I mean, that save that he had on that Eric Dyer free kick. It's crazy. From about 22 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it was just like, first of all, Dyer's got to be taking all the free kicks. Kane is horrendous at them. Good Lord. He's launched that shit in the damn 10th row on that one. He's done. He's done on him. He is an amazing moving ball striker. He was, and he's he was, main. what he was doing was feeling himself after that goal <laughs> that he had. He's also an amazing penalty taker. I mean, he, he, he is amazing at penalties. The free kicks is, is a much different skill and dire. I think it's consolidated that role, especially given how close he was to getting to snatch in all three points. So I think that at least if there's one positive, if it's a positive at all, is that we know that Eric Dyer, who starts every game now, is clearly the free kick taker. But Guaita was just incredible. I mean, man of the match easily for me, kept them in, uh, was just all around awesome. You know, the, on, the, on the goal that he gave up, there was a cool moment when you could see at the end of the match when Guaita and Joe Hart were having kind of one of those players' discussions after. Yeah. And Guaita was kind of like reenacting the cane shot and how the ball just swerved so hard at the yeah. end. I mean, I, I can't, you can't even do imagine. shit about that. I can't even imagine. And, and, and the pitch is a little bit moist because it's London – and it hits the turf. What are you going to do about that? I mean, there's nothing you can do. The ball, it, it's like we're talking it's about like, Harry Kane. Yeah, and it's like trying it's like to drive a ball. It's like trying to drive a car over black ice. You can't. Yeah, it's just you crazy. can't do shit about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like that. To me, it also you know, Drake, you're you're a pitcher. It's like a sinker. I mean, the ball is just sinking in a way or a slider. Right. You know, for, if that's even better. Right. Um, the other. Person on Crystal Palace that I was super impressed with was Eze. Yeah, um, that dude's he's a fucking a, He's baller. a big signing for them. He's kind of like a young Wilf. Uh, you know, Wilf was okay. He, he – sometimes I feel like he's a little bit more – he thinks he's more influential from a referee perspective than he is. He, he doesn't have that pull yeah. that, you know, he gets up, he's, he's, his eyes are bulging out of his, his sockets. He's so – furious over getting fouled and the refs are just like dude maybe i maybe i cared at one point about you but i really just don't like play on yeah. um it was cool to see the fans back at selhurst park uh, i think that selhurst park is and the crystal palace fans are are probably some of the best in the entire league it's not a big stadium 
but they are extremely vocal and it's a really cool club. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of my favorite clubs in the premiership. Um, you know, it's hard as an American to support a club that is not at the top uh, consistently just because, you know, it's something that we weren't born into. I mean, these fans, these supporters are literally born into this. I mean, we're talking about like tribalistic stuff here going back generations, yeah. you know, 50, 100 years, some of these clubs have been around. I mean, Tottenham's around since 1880s. Yeah. So, I mean, this is stuff that goes back so far back. And I think that Palace have that rich history, and I do love them as a club, as a London club. I think that one kind of underrated aspect to this match um, that is hard to analyze as a fan or as an, as an analyst, since we're, since we're analysts, of course, <laughs> is the yeah. – they call it banana peel – uh, in England, but the, but we call it trap game. Yeah, and you had that trap game element here for Tottenham, ha- playing hard for Tottenham. You know, you 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 it's in the middle. You got we qualified, we won the group in Europa by solidly beating Royale Antwerp and getting that top spot for in the European tournament tur- uh, tur- tournament group stage, which is key to match up with that secondary group. So we did that. Then on Sunday we've got this, you know, this at home derby and then on Wednesday we're playing at Anfield one v top best on best so I mean I'm I was pleased some of the Tottenham fans are just so the the self-loathing the criticism what I like to call the 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 negative merchants the lost merchants were were furious but I was pretty pleased with it and uh, it was it was a fair result I think is what I like to say not like the Newcastle one where it was just like, Oh no, goodness. You know, we should have won that. There's a penalty at the end. You know, con- this is a complete 180 from this. This is a fair result. Yeah. So I a lot agree. about Palace there. I didn't really have too much to say about Tottenham. Um, you know, I think that other than you would say, if you were, if you were really compliment any compliment Tottenham players, you'd really look, look, continue to look at the defense. The defense is really solid right now. At Toby Alderville, I don't think you put one foot wrong. He yeah. just looks so awesome. And the Reguillon was just blasting up the side. I know that Drake, Drake really likes him a lot. How can you not like that young, young Spaniard? He's incredible. Yeah, that dude, that dude's definitely a baller. And then um, Horbier, that dude's, a, he's an assassin, man. Like that dude tracks the ball and he's going to go get that thing back for, for your side, regardless of what it takes, tackles, um, whatever. I love, I love the way he plays. Um, so definitely, definitely two fantastic signings for Tottenham in terms of, of, of the transfer business. Um, looking forward to seeing what the January transfer window holds for, for all the Premier League clubs, um, which we'll be touching on um, in terms of speculation and then um, actual signings towards the new year. So that that um, January transfer window is coming up, and we'll look look forward to touching on that as well. Um, we appreciate you guys joining us again this week on Relegated FC.